Where else would you rather be than here on the Friday group chat with me, myself, Avi Bernard, and Danny Griffin, and Dr. Sean Fletcher, talking about all the best topics, and we're going to get into this John Morant uh, story. Let's talk about John Morant. He was suspended by 25, uh, suspended for 25 games um, for flashing a gun on social media twice within like a three-month span, and he uh, he reportedly, after the first time it happened, was going to go get help, and he came back, and you know, of course, my Lakers uh, very graciously removed him and his Grizzly teammates from the playoffs. Just very graciously told them to get out of the way. And in a quick sidebar, we will we'll get back to that. But speaking of my Lakers, we um, we do have Howard on the online from Indianapolis, home of the Indiana Pacers, the second place in season tournament team. Uh, Howard, welcome. Hey, how we doing, Mr. Avi? Um, how we doing, Mr. Avi Bernard? How we doing, <laughs> Doctor Fletcher? How we doing? I'm doing great, Mr. Danny Griffin. <laughs> I'm doing great, hey, especially now. Don't that you're try to butter us up, Howard. Don't try to butter us up. It's time to pay the piper. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, well, shoot, the pipe already been paid. The refs got $500,000, too. Wow. Is that, oh, where we, is that where we're going with this, Howard? See, I was about to give you a compliment. I was about to say, listen, I really appreciate you manning up and calling in, even though your Pacers fell well short of uh, winning that game. Uh, it, you know, I was going to say, at least you called in and took it, but now you're going to go that direction, Howard. Is that really <laughs> what we're doing? <laughs> hey, we all watched the same game. It was nip and tuck all the way through. And then the ref started uh, acting like Frank Drebin from Police Squad on Naked Gun in the Hair. Naked wow. Gun. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Howard, don't do this, Howard. You are better than this. You are better than this, they Howard. Called a, they, they called a foul on Miles, and he was already fouled out. <laughs> wow. Well, they called him because he uh, on six, they called six fouls on him because he was hacking is what he was doing because he couldn't guard Davis because Davis had 41 points and 20 rebounds and Miles is supposed to be better than that. I can't believe we almost traded for him. I can't believe it and I'm glad we didn't. You see see that Howard? That's this is this is what happens when you're the superior team, man. I, listen, it's all love though. Superior team. What, what happened? What happened with Dallas? Wow, what what happened? The refs here. What happened with the Pacers <laughs> against the Bucks? What happened with what happened in that game? They had to let them win one. They had to let them win one. Oh, you had to let them win one. Then why didn't y'all give Giannis yeah. his ball, man? Uh, no, hey, Oscar <laughs> that away. It was his first game, and they won his first points in the game. They wanted to give the ball to him. So um, it is what it is with that situation, in my opinion. Um, I mean, but, you know, all in all, it didn't count that game. The, you know, championship game didn't count. So those that's, that's that line won't go into the record books at all. So, uh, like I said, the, the rest of the fouls don't count either. So, but, no, nah, all in all, it was a good game. And, uh, you know, Lakers, they're going to post a hang a banner or whatever. I, I, in my opinion, it's going to have an asterisk by it. So, but. It's, it's cool. I mean, I love it. I love the end season tournament. I'm, I hope they keep it around for every year. You know, maybe they'll do it twice a year. Who knows? Uh, um, okay, Dr. Fletcher, but, uh, I just wanted to give you a chance to chime in. Uh, will there be an asterisk uh, on the Lakers in season tournament championship? Howard, I am crestfallen <laughs> at your analysis right now. I did not, all of this enthusiasm and such fervor you had last week. 
I was expecting you were going to call in with some expert analysis and take it on the chin and say, you know what, the better team won. But I'm, I'm hearing that, that, that you're feeling like there's some, some Tim Donaghy type of hijinks going on here. And I didn't expect it from you. So I just want to hear from you, Howard. You know, what is your expert analysis on what took place? Because I, I happen to agree with you on the whole ball situation. The kid got it first. But go back to the game. Let's not deflect. You did a great job of trying to deflect. Go back to the game. What's your analysis? What, what happened to Halliburton? What happened to, to uh, this lightning rod that he was? He just kind of went away. What happened? I mean, hey, uh, you know, some people, um, you know, have bad games. And, you know, sometimes you're on the on the stage that, that shines the most, and sometimes you fall down. So I, I, just, I just appreciate them being there. So, I mean, they're, they're, we're one of the two teams left standing. So, I mean, mm-hmm. to make it that far, you know what I'm saying? But you got to get that, that championship breathe in. And, and the Lakers obviously got it. You know, because they are champions. So, but once they Thank get you. that feeling that you know they start playing like champions, then that's what was going to kill them. Uh, you know, I take it the other way from Anthony Davis. He's a monster. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, on some nights he is, and some nights he's not. Depends on which way it's shaking. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> but I mean, it, it was a good game, and you know, in my opinion, let them play for championship. I mean, you 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 swallow the whistles. So uh, okay, uh, that, that's yeah. more like it. That's more like it. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. I was disappointed with the energy you just came in here on, but that's that's more like it. And of course, it sounds like the Pacers are totally game for participation trophies. It was they were just happy to be there by your words. <laughs> so you know, Lakers, we prefer banners, even if they're bubble banners, even if they're you know in season tournament banners. We we like we like banners, uh, but no man, I, I had to give you a hard time. I had to give you a hard time, and I, I appreciate mean, I, you coming hey, back I, here I, and I, taking I, your medicine. I, I take I take I take all in all. You know, if you're gonna dish it out, you might as well be able to take it. That's right. That's right. And, and, uh, I respect that, and, and I can dig it, Howard, because as Andy Andy just said, it's been a long time for the Pacers. Y'all been down. Y'all been down for a long time. I mean, you're you're, you're kind of a down franchise, but I mean, it's uh, I mean, you're back up now a little bit. Uh, Danny Griffin, any anything to say to Howard before we uh, before we move on? Well, first, Howard, uh, I know you're a fan of uh, the Pacers and Indiana University. Rest in peace to George McGinnis, the legendary high school yes. star, yes. and Indiana and NBA, ABA, and and then Coach Bobby Knight. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, you guys are getting hit pretty hard out there, and. Uh, and I, and I consider Indiana, they don't get the publicity like L.A., New York, and Chicago and all that. But right, right, so. you guys got a serious, serious basketball history down there, man. So props to you, man. But the but the Pacers, you're about 20 years off, though. <laughs> yeah, but but, but, I, but, I, but I do see hope, and I am, I am excited to see, you know, you have another contender in the East maybe in about a, a three, maybe three to four years if you keep honing that talent. So keep your head up. Yeah, no, and my and, Tupac and, voice, and I gotta give you a uh, props though, Howard, because the, the the Pacers <laughs> have stepped their game up mightily this year. I mean, they they came out of nowhere, and they are uh, a legitimate team. Are they a legitimate threat to win a championship? I don't know that just yet, but they are a legitimate team, and they might be one piece away from being a legit threat. But they got they got game, they got game for sure. So so appreciate you calling mm-hmm. in, Howard. Hey, always, y'all have a wonderful night. 
Um, I know we want to fight talk again, but if like, we don't have happy holidays uh, and all that, and I appreciate y'all. Yeah, I love I love listening to you guys. Appreciate you, man. We appreciate you, Howard. And, appreciate and, you too. And uh, show is not a show without uh, without y'all who uh, listen in and hang out with us. So appreciate that. Stay safe out there. Um, all right, let's talk about uh, John Moran. I, I just went off on a, on a tangent because we're talking about the Lakers and, and teams they remove from situations, and the Grizzlies and Pacers are both in that category. So, but no, going back to the Grizzlies and John Morant, uh, and and <laughs> I forget which one of y'all sent this clip. If it was, I think it was you, Danny, who sent the clip of him uh, being. Um, uh, on the stand and oh, the diamonds. Yeah. The lawyer asked him, "Are the diamonds real?" He said, "I'm a millionaire." <laughs> yeah. So, and and, and and what do you make of this, Danny? This uh, this of course that comment. You know, um, <laughs> the lawyer asking, are, "Are those real diamonds that he's he's wearing?" First of all, why would you ask that? That's a dumb the question. Stupid question. Yes, yeah, they try stupid to set him up. Question. They try yeah, to set and, him up. Yeah. And and and, and that's, you know, pro- just trying to make him seem like a stereotype. You yeah. know, and so. What does it matter if his diamonds are real? Yeah, he, he, no and, significance. And his answer was, "I am a millionaire," and, and her answer was, uh, "Fair enough." Uh, <laughs> but what's the, I, don't, I don't see the point of asking that question. But your thoughts on on John Morant? Um, he also had a, a press conference today in which he said, "You know, it's been tough. I had some some rough days." And um, what are your thoughts on on John Morant getting ready to come back from suspension? Man, we talking about Iverson talked about practice. We talking about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say this, man, being an ex-athlete and played the game, and, uh, you know, I know some people down there in Memphis, and uh, this kid is 24 years old, okay? Um, I'm, I'm not going to say what do we expect or where our expectations are. I don't want to get into his parents' household, education, socioeconomic. People do too much with all that, okay? What you do is what you do as an individual, right? Regardless of how your parents, your back, all that, this is the this is the decision this young man made. Okay, he has to live with it. Is he better? I don't know. It's yet to be seen, right? I mean, it's clips of him hanging out there with, with, with his friends. I mean, everybody don't dress the same. Everybody don't look the same. We don't know who these guys are. Maybe he has a new circle, and you can't always blame people. Circle, you're responsible. We all hung around suspicious characters, and we didn't know they was characters, right? Everybody wear a mask. I don't know. It, I hope he does better, but he's 24, right? So if he does make another mistake, I'm not gonna, you know, hold this young man accountable because I'm I'm not his dad, I'm not the commissioner. I just I just want to see some good basketball from this young man because I think he's a really good player. But I also want to see him mature off the court because a lot of people follow him on the court and off the court, and I want him to. He keeps writing these, you know, writing these checks, you know, you know. Be the man that you say you are, right? Do what you say you're going to do. If you're going to do it, do it. If you're going to play, play. If you're going to hang out, you're going to hang out. You can't you can't serve two masters, right? So hopefully he just gets his life together and does what he's supposed to do because there's a lot of young boys around town uh, that's, that's looking up to him off and on the court, right? And Memphis – has some stuff going on out there socioeconomically and in our communities out there. And we don't need nobody else contributing to that, especially a multimillionaire, right? So let's get get yourself together, young man, and play some basketball. I'm tired of all the extra stuff. Yeah, well, you're going to see some good basketball out of him. That's never, that's never the issue. He's, he's a phenomenal yeah, He's really player. good. Yeah, he's all like that. But, he's really good. But yeah, I mean, it's just – and the point is, though, I mean, I know you said he's 24, but so is everyone. Who know, comes into I the know. NBA? They are yeah. mostly um, younger than twenty four, and a lot of times they're they're younger than twenty. Yeah, and and so 
they they are given a large amount of money at an age that they're probably not ready for it and they're given a lot of responsibility as well especially in the case of John Morant where you are um, made a franchise player very early in your life and career and for for him to go through this situation the hope for me is that he learned from it and that he knows that you can't just put your business out there but also that you you do got to watch who you hang around and it is ultimately his decision Danny to your point but he he does have to if you're hanging around the wrong people it's not going to help you no and it not. can be detrimental because they can get you in, into certain situations and so i hope he comes back and has a great season and doesn't cost himself any more dozens of millions of dollars like he already did last year by by costing himself an, an all nba team appearance uh what's up andy yeah he needs to hurry up because memphis needs it <laughs> memphis does need it <laughs> Memphis is one of the worst teams in the league. Trash, right trash, <laughs> man. Trash. Trash. <laughs> uh, Dr. Fletcher, what are we thinking here? Yeah, I, I agree. I, I hope he he has used this time to make some substantial, you know, sustainable changes to his life. I, I don't fully understand why he didn't settle this uh, ongoing case, uh, this assault case. A long time ago because real talk if he is ultimately convicted of this he's right back in the crosshairs of the nba personal conduct policy as soon as he comes back on tuesday so i don't fully understand what guidance he got this has been lingering on for like a year this case between he and his his homeboy slash paid assistant whom he, he was sitting next to in court or the other day um which is probably a sign of, of you probably need another circle but I'm I'm interested to see how this particular court case plays out. If if the NBA and Adam Silver has factored this into his existing punishment and what he's had to meet in order to come back and play, or if he's watching this as well, and if he's ultimately convicted, uh, he and his homeboy, if he's right back in the the NBA personal conduct policy uh, doghouse again. I would hate to see that that happen. Um, so I, I hope he's making sustainable change. But just like the Draymond Green case that we're, we'll talk about in a second, um, I'm, I'm mildly optimistic because there there is no sign to say that punishment changes a person. In fact, statistics show opposite. Mm, yeah. Uh, update from uh, from Washington where the Pacers are playing the Wizards. The Pacers 62, the Wizards 81. The Pacers down by 19 to the 3-20 and 20 Washington Wizards. Just wanted to give an update there <laughs> on the Indiana Pacers. Oh, Howard. <laughs> wow. The Lakers then broke the Pacers. We done broke them. Um, hey, but hey, maybe they'll have a, a miracle comeback win against a, a, th- a three-win team. Maybe they will. Uh, when we come forward, we are going to talk about Draymond Green's suspension and his, his, just, his just wild, wild swing he took at Yusef Nurkic. And this weird thing that he always does where he just flails <laughs> flop and just manages to like kick somebody in the in the in the nuts or like in this case punch him right in the head. It's it, it's clearly not an accident, dude. What are you doing? So, we're going to talk about that when we come forward right here on KBLA Talk 1580. This is the Friday group chat. This is Dr. Sean Fletcher and Danny Griffin here on KBLA Talk 1580, Friday edition of Reaper Martin in real time. And we are talking about 
sports right now. We're talking about the NBA, John Morant coming back uh, from his suspension very soon. And Draymond Green going into his. <laughs> one going out, one coming in. Uh, <laughs> grand opening, grand closing. That sounds bad. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so Draymond Green has a history. He has a very long history of doing things like this. This was the most egregious one. Um, probably um, a, a close second would be the one he did earlier this year, which was when he choked out Rudy Gobert uh, when there there was a, a team-wide scuffle between uh, the, the Timberwolves and the Warriors, and uh, Rudy Gobert uh, was, wasn't really clear what he was doing. He, he was maybe trying to break it up, but he definitely wasn't doing something that warranted getting choked out, and... Nevertheless, Draymond Green, Draymond, Draymond Green did come over and, and just choke him out out of nowhere and got suspended five games. That was earlier in the season, this season, and also last last season in the playoffs when the Warriors were playing the Kings. He stepped on Sabonis' chest as he laid on the ground, and he he's just he's got a history of doing this. And this is this is by far the worst the worst example of him just flailing and hitting somebody, but. He, so he's been indefinitely suspended, and apparently he's on board with this suspension. He agrees that he needs to go and get help. And so I, I want to get your thoughts on this, Danny, because this is not something new for Draymond, um, but the the indefinite suspension is certainly new. Them saying, "All right, we need to, we need to, we need to give," you, basically saying they need to give him a timeout because they just. They don't. They can't just give him a number uh, of games and say, "All right, this will this will do it." So, uh, is is this is this the right thing to do, Danny? Is an indefinite suspension the right thing for uh, the league to do, and will it make a difference? Yeah, this is it's the right thing to do in terms of a PR perspective and to actually get this young man where he needs to be. Yeah, he ain't uh, that young anymore. Well, he's thirty three. He's a young guy to me, yeah. but 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 like I said, they they this is a ploy to me. And, and Joe D's in that position to make that call, and he has a personal relationship with him. Joe D with the NBA. Sorry, yeah, Joe Dumar. Sorry for you non-hoopers. Or, but 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 this is the thing. Like I said, it's a PR situation going on too. And uh, you know, and Steph Curry tweeted this the other day. He can't do what he's been doing. He knows that. We all know that. Man, y'all been doing this day one, and now we want to be proactive. And now we want to because of this suspension. I mean, you know, he's done things worse than this, but he's he's kept going. And, 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 you know, we, we talk about our community. We talk about our African-American athletes and all this stuff. But who's developing these guys holistically? And when does that start? Because we're entitling grown men and enabling them continuously doing the same thing. And when they get to a point of no return, now we want to put them on a different suspension and, and, and try to baby it and, and, and massage the situation. This brother, I, I love how he plays, by the way, because I'm from that era, the Oakley, Mahone, you know, all that stuff. So I love all that. But but the way he does it and who he does it against lets you know that something else is going on. Uh, he's going, you know, back in the day, goons went after goons, by the way. Mm. He's going after people that won't even touch a flea. 
I mean, you can see something's going on, right, with this brother. But something's going on, and we got to develop our young our young people. And it starts, you know, elementary, middle school, when guys get away with murder and you, you're, you're patronizing kids because they're the best player and mommy, daddy, the coach, money, NIL. So we're, we're perpetuating this situation starting in elementary school with these Pop Warner and these basketball and soccer, all this stuff. So we need to start this stuff earlier. We, we can see the signs of when kids have issues. And, I'm, and, and, and Rashid Wallace said it the other day this young man was around the Pistons when he played he was friends with the GM son and and, and he saw things he probably shouldn't have saw whatever man he's been around this forever he, he he wanted to be a goon he was raised as a goon people train their kids to be assassins in terms of basketball hot dogs and and be tough guys and just you know just like students so parents you know we need to take more responsibility and coaches on how we're rearing coaching and mentoring these kids and what they're actually going to become and, and stop living vicariously through these people, mm. you know, because this this young man's been doing this for for years, and now we now we're starting to see. Oh, he needs some real help. Get out of here with that, man. He's always needed help. Day one, Michigan State. You saw it. Mm. High school. If you look at his clips, Doctor Fletcher uh, is uh, is Danny on to something here? Is is did the, did, is this too little, too late for the NBA and for the Warriors? And is is uh, Draymond Green? Do uh, you think he, there's any chance that he's done in Golden State? Well, I mean, when when you already got Defensive Player of the Year and four titles under your belt, I, I think it's hard for me to cry tears and say it's too late. Uh, as Danny mentioned, on a number of different angles, um, I do not believe, and by all accounts, this isn't the end uh, for him. And I live in the Bay Area, and this is the most homer town and and media market if there's ever going to be one. And by all accounts, the media and fans in this area have soured on Draymond. However, all of the reports are coming out that the team is still very, very loyal to him. And I believe that that's going to be the case. They're going to see how this all transpires, how he plays it coming out of this, and ultimately, they're going to allow him to, you know, proverbially dig his own grave. If he comes out and does something else dumb, I believe that Adam Silver is setting it up for it to be a longer suspension. If he comes back and does something else, you know, crazy or malicious. But on on the, the personal side of things, uh, just like we talked about with Ja, my, my hope is, is that he does take this opportunity because he's not, he's not a dumb man at all not by at any all. stretch all. of the imagination. By any stretch of the imagination. And he's even been, I remember last year, he was on uh, Deepak Chopra's podcast. And he touched on kind of how he battles to, to, to negotiate the rage that's summoned on the court. Mm. And turning it off, off the court, and vice versa. And so he's he's been very, very sort of introspective about those issues. And he touched on it even a bit after the Jordan Poole situation. And he got some stuff he needs to deal with personally that he brought onto the floor. And it had nothing to do really with Jordan Poole. He just triggered something that was already laying dormant, right? I think we've seen a lot of that, to Danny's point, leading up to to now. Because even Rasheed Wallace didn't do things to hurt his team like, like, like Draymond is doing. Arguably, Draymond cost him two other titles, in mm. my opinion. Mm. If you go back to 2016, yep. when he got himself ejected, 
they were about to win that. You got suspended. Like going away. Suspended for game six. Yep. Suspended. Going away. So Rasheed never did stuff like that. Rasheed was a game 15 of the season, cursed out the rest, <laughs> and got ejected. He wasn't a critical, pivotal time of the season getting himself kicked out. And Rasheed even said that. Like, this is different. Even though he grew up seeing some bad examples, this is different. This runs deeper. And and also, to, to, to Danny's point, not just Joe Dumars, you know, his sort of mentor who's, who had a significant part in, in, in levying down this, this uh, indefinite punishment, Andre Iguodala was part of it too. He's the new interim uh, executive director of the Players Association. So they all huddled together. And basically got Draymond to go along with this. All right, turn the page on that and come to the business side of it. Draymond Green, I read, if if he is suspended 20 games or less, he loses 153 grand a game. If he's suspended 20 games or more, that bumps up to 202 grand per game. You tell me which is going which is going to run out faster. The clock on the NBA Players Association and Draymond saying, no, 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 these these checks are adding up. Or them actually wanting to get him some personal mental well-being support that we're not going to put a timetable on that. That's why we didn't give him a, a, a definite uh, game suspension. We gave him an indefinite game suspension because we wanted to portray as though we're not going to put a cap on mental wellness and the journey it takes. BS. <laughs> when it comes down to it, when it comes down to it, when those checks start adding up, you tell me which is going to lead the way. And it ain't going to be, we want this brother to have a long, healthy, mental life. It's going to be, get this brother back on the court, business as usual. It could be because he is playing within a business. This ain't, this ain't a nonprofit that the NBA <laughs> running. It's a business. Uh, Danny, what do you think? So, nah, of- man, they can, oh, they can miss me with all that. No, nah, I'm with you, man. Uh, Danny, what do you make of this uh, this discussion about Steph Curry now and his leadership, and 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 maybe his leadership is lacking to allow this to have happened for this long and, and to this level? I'm not I'm not gonna get into that. I mean, he was he was around the game as a little ball boy and Dills. Uh, he, he, I'm not gonna get into all that. He, you know, people just want to use him as a scapegoat uh, because you know he's an exceptional player and he's been the face of the franchise and he's an NBA champion. Uh, so I'm, I'm not gonna get into that, but too much is given, much is required as well. So, so you are gonna get into it. Well, I mean, it, it's, I mean, it's twofold. It depends on who you are. <laughs> it's, it's perspectives, man. Everything's perspective. Everybody got an opinion. I'm not gonna I'm, say. I'm that. asking for yours. I mean, no, I'm not gonna say that. He ain't responsible okay. for that. Okay. Dray, Draymond Green, grown man. I mean, I've been around the league mm-hmm. and I got a lot of friends, so I understand and mm-hmm. I know how it go. Mm-hmm. That's Seth Curry. That's, that's Seth Curry's a nice. He's a nice suburb kid, man. He grew up well off. Mm-hmm. He don't want. He don't want. No, you. You ain't gonna be getting up in nobody's business like that, boss. You just play on the team with him, and that's why this. <laughs> but, and, he's, and I, but he's the franchise, though. Man, he, he is. His, but his, what he gonna do? Carry more weight than anyone else. But, but that, at the same time, this young man has been doing what he's been doing because he's a bully. Let's put that out there. He's a bully, and he's been punking everybody, and he got everybody in check. He got everybody in pocket. That's straight up. Danny, that's Danny, that's why he had old boy like that. Go ahead, go ahead. Danny, let me ask you this. You don't think Steph Curry could snap his fingers and Draymond be gone? I do, but Ooh. then he but then it's retaliation too. Because what, what remember kind of all the NBA. We don't have to know that. Well, but but we all know that 
on the low, right? Because most of these guys are mm-hmm. intertwined today compared, like, back in the day, guys wasn't all, all up in each other's, you well, know. What kind of retaliation are we talking about? Oh, I'm just telling you, off the court, man, these dudes all hang together. These guys are soft. These guys hang out, like, closer than so, close. So, like a fade? I mean, I'm just telling you, man, it mess up your how you move off the court. And these guys like to be around each mm-hmm. other and all up in each other. Back in the day, you guys went hanging out like that. Uh, Andy, what's up? <laughs> That's why Draymond deserves all of this. You know, he, he is a bully, and I think he got that whole organization shook. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and, and what I what I don't like the most about him is his disposition when he talks about what he what he's done. I feel like you're insulting my intelligence. You know, his explanation about how, you know, uh, I just I sell the, the move and all that other type of stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I don't that's like that. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, just just say you did bad. And that's it. When you can when you explain yourself for 20 minutes. It just doesn't seem genuine at all. Yeah. All right. Let's go to let's go to Mimi calling in from Jacksonville, Florida. Welcome to the show, Mimi. What's on your mind? Hi, Avi. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. What's up? I want to say this is a crazy situation. Uh, no pun intended, but um, it's just crazy. The NBA is like what ninety percent black, and this man. I don't know how you accidentally incidentally punch, kick, choke mm-hmm. your teammate and other players two times, two incidents, and nothing happens, basically. And then this third time, they suspend him indefinitely. If he doesn't really, truly, genuinely seek mental help, if he doesn't seek therapy, I would suggest that he and his wife get together Set aside the money, put it all in her name, whatever, legally do what you got to do, because when he comes back, if he goes off again, they'll be protected. She'll be protected. She and the kids will be protected, and he will be on his own. Because in the real world, you cannot hit somebody three times and still keep your job. After that first time, you're fired and arrested in the real world. In sports, the stars, can do whatever they want to do until the NBA, the NFL gets sick of it, and then they just throw you away. So I would say he needs to get help, seriously get help, and set the money aside for his wife. I'm serious about that and his kids because they need to be protected because if he does not get help and he does this again, I'm just thinking about his family, his are, wife, are, are his you, kids. Are you saying that, that he'll do something off the court that would endanger uh, their financial well-being? I'm saying that, like that if he does this again, and you know when he's back, they're just going to drain him financially. You know, I mean, indefinite suspension. You said like a hundred million dollars. That's a lot of money. Well, yeah, he did just sign a, a four-year, one hundred million dollar extension this off-season, which seems crazy. Uh, at this stage in his career, but uh, but yeah, no, I hear you, Mimi, uh, and uh, Dr. Fletcher in the, in the group chat, uh, in the actual group chat, um, said it's uh, NBA is seventy three percent black, seventy three, not ninety. Uh, okay, but, well, but, I but. see like two white guys, so I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Mimi. Appreciate you. <laughs> You're welcome. When we come forward, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Stephen A. Smith calling Zion Williamson fat. Uh, get your get your take on that right when we come forward on uh, KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. You're listening to Ariva Martin in real time on KBLA Talk 1580. Back on the Friday edition, the group chat, the Friday group chat, 
the Friday edition of Reva Martin in Real Time. Avi Bernard here with you with Dr. Sean Fletcher and Danny Griffin. Let's uh, let's hear what Stephen A. Smith had to say about Zion Williamson here. He looks fat. My brother, you've been in the news for some other stuff. Your proclivities and who you want to mess with and all that other stuff is your damn business. We ain't got to get into all of that, but this is necessary. Zion Williamson went to the free throw line the other day en route while LeBron James had dropped 30 in three quarters and had completely dominated and looked in peak physical condition and looked like an absolute stud and superstar and marquee. Zion Williamson, who's more than 15 years younger, but 40 pounds heavier, Went to the free throw line. Ladies and gentlemen, I saw a belly. A belly. Like when he took a deep breath, his belly bounced. That kind of belly. I mean, damn. Damn. Uh, What's right. up, Zion? All right, Andy. Yeah, I want to hear the rest of it, but it's if we're almost out of time. <laughs> so, um, is is, he, is uh, Stephen A. Smith wrong for that, uh, or uh, Danny, or is that is that um, legitimate criticism? In today's era, with today's audience, that makes this guy one of the best in the game and a multimillionaire. Yes, knowing what I know, yes, with what ex- it's legitimate or or he's wrong. For it, that. It's legitimate because it fits the entertainment and the buffoonery that we have out there. But it, with somebody that's been around and was there in the 70s, 80s and been around true, you know, respect and how you, uh, you know, you, you do your job respectfully and respect the athletes, I'm going to say no. Uh, you're talking about this man, your body shaming this guy. You're talking bad about this man. I mean, this guy is a great athlete. He's a great player. He's young, too. He's going through it. It's tough, man. It's like eating, that's an addiction, man. Like, you know how hard it is to stay in shape even though you're a multimillionaire athlete? Like, everybody's not mentally and physically and emotionally prepared to be on their grind every day. He obviously has some issues too, right? We keep picking on people that got issues, and we exploit them because they have the the cachet and the persona. Like, if this guy was in the street, nobody would be saying nothing about him. Like, leave well, Zion well, that's, alone. Well, that's kind of the point, though, is that, like as you said earlier, yeah. to, to whom much is given, much is required. And that's if you, true, too. And if you are the face of a franchise, I think you are expected to, to maintain a certain level of fitness, especially – it, 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 if you're a basketball player, because you know you can't, you're not an offensive lineman. You know you, yeah, you, you got to right. run up and down that court, and you got to be re- there for your team, especially when you have his injury history. But that's let's, true. Let's give the last word to Dr. Fletcher here. What are your thoughts? The criticism is is warranted. Uh, the delivery is typically my issue with, with people like Stephen A. Mm. who have leaned into the sensationalism of delivering news and punditry. Um, it's about it's about the the sizzle and not the steak. It's it's about catching headlines, just like he came out of and against Steve Kerr. It, it, it's about trying to, as Danny mentioned, trying to basically get the shock so he can continue viewership and popularity. It's not about the tact. It's not about the. It's not about actually trying to connect with Zion and get some sort of receptivity by him. It's about saying something that comes across as wildly disrespectful in the way that he does it. He's a wildly disrespectful media personality in his delivery. Mm-hmm. And he does it in an unapologetic way because that's part of his brand. But the criticism, if I could sift through all the BS in delivery, absolutely. That's not a surprise. Yes, he's admitted that he is not in shape. He should be. 
Mm. All right, so y'all, we got a little bit of time. Just uh, f- ten to fifteen seconds. Danny is the is the Shohei Otani deal a good deal or, or or a bad deal? The who? Shohei Otani for the Dodgers, the seven hundred million dollar man. All right, uh, hey, deferred now. money ain't, 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 ain't good. It's not good for him uh, or for the Dodgers. For the Dodgers, you gonna be you gonna, so we can hear Bobby Bonilla today for the next twenty years. Well, he's no Bobby Bonilla, but anyway, uh, Doctor Fletcher, <laughs> what uh, what are your thoughts on the deal? I'm not too sure about it yet, quite honestly, because uh, the the the, t- the CPAs out there are saying that he didn't need to defer it for tax purposes and things like that because he can get around. There are ways to get around that without deferring it. He could actually have the money in his pocket and have the tax havens, not leaving it in the Dodgers' pocket. So I'm, the jury's still out on if this is a wise move or not. And shout-out to to, to uh, the king, Bobby Bonilla, while we brought him <laughs> <laughs> Well, the Well, the point was he that did it. He, smart. He, 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 oh, he's he, real he, smart. Shohei didn't do it for himself. He did it for the Dodgers to give them a competitive edge to allow them to sign other players. But, hey, fellas, always a great conversation. Dr. Sean Fletcher of San Jose State University. Likewise. Dan- Danny Griffin, really appreciate you guys. Have a great weekend. I'll see you all in the new year. Holidays. And coming up next is Robin Ayers with the Raw Report. Have a great weekend. I'm Avi Bernard, and I am gone.